0: A listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice-cool in moments like this. Oh,
1: the big
2: fella runs back into heavy traffic. Let him go! Oh,
3: G'day NRL lovers, it's Maroon here Footy Talk today, we have got a massive show coming up Wado.
1: Yeah, well I'm going to help you tackle some of this CBA yes. situation mate. You should, might get a little bit of information
0: today Looking forward to it It might go in one ear and out the other with Maroon <laughs> But then, mate, I'll run you through our preseason. How myself and Wado have been
3: going at the moment What were you saying? I wasn't listening Yes, <laughs> no, it's all coming up today on Footy Talk Welcome, everybody. Great to have an NRL season getting underway again. This is a brand new show called Footy Talk, a brand new podcast. There'll be a different one each day of the week, but I'll tell you more about that in the course of this one. This particular one involves myself, Maroon, Wade Graham. How are you, wade i I'm
1: very well, mate. I'm glad to be here. Kicking yeah. off another season.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And Aaron Woods as well is on this one. Great to see you again, Maroon. Yeah, it's been you a while. too. Well, you lost I lost
0: my uh, phone over the off-season, off obviously. Well, I still, no haven't,
3: I still haven't got those um uh, shui bao sausages. <laughs> but uh, I will say, Waito, that I went to uh, holiday in the Langham on the Gold Coast after. Oh,
0: I was actually there, yeah, yeah. It was a good spot. Yeah.
3: And I have to say, you do look like you've been in a good paddock, mate. <laughs> How many cocoa pops are you eating hey, at the moment? A couple of bowls a day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so can you just explain to Mima into this? footy <laughs> Talk, there's a game, there's a show every day of the week. It's yeah. different shows mm. so Monday through Friday.
3: Yeah. So one of them's you and I and Woodsy. And then there's others, like there's Michael Shamus and Danny Wilder. I regard Danny as one of the premier NRL. No. Journos. Really care. they're
0: Journos, mate. Let's get Well, on. we Who's don't like Journos.
3: Nah. Well, Danny Wilder's a great guy. He's a good fella, but he's not a footy player. Uh Connor Watson. Legend. Lovely guy, uh, of course, J- James Gemma Graham. He's old school here at one of the greats, uh,
0: Gordy Tallis and the great GI. Oh, that's a lineup!
3: So, yeah, right,
1: it's a-, a good lineup.
0: Are we against them or are we a team? Mm. Is that how it's going to work? Is like, it a ratings you know, war? No, no, or? Oh yeah, we
1: need to have a ratings war. Whatever, we'll <laughs> yeah, you know, winner takes all. We're Tuesday, Tuesday so the best show. So we're, we're yeah. all right. let's, well, put, let's get that on the cards early and let's make sure each day. I understand it is competition.
3: Hmm. Well, let's do that if we're winning. But if we're not... Let's just not mention it. Yeah, or we can just go down this road. Oh, this is from experience, I'd go down this road. Oh, look, they've given us Tuesday. We get lost in the middle of the
1: week. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd they they give us Tuesday?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, boys, plenty happening in in rugby league. I'm going to start with um, pre-season for both you guys and your clubs. So, Wado, firstly for you, breakout season for the Sharkies under Fitzy last year, but it kind of ended going out the back door in straight sets. And, I mean, I just don't know that we've had the opportunity to speak to you about that since.
1: No, I don't think I have. Certainly not in a format like this. But ending last year, there's no hiding away from the fact that I was disappointing, right? Look at the start of the year. We're sitting here this time last year, and there's a lot of unknowns about our footy team, right? There's there's new coach Fitzy coming in, taking control of the program himself. We had a couple of new recruits, you know, Big Dale, Keir McInnes, uh, obviously Nico Hines. And it was just a whole... Change of style for the team, so there was question marks over over us and and how we we're going to go. No doubt, but then throughout the year, you know, we'll patchy at the start, but we sort of navigated our way and we really started to gel together and, and play some good footy. And you know, at the back end of the year, I think we only dropped maybe one game coming home, and we managed to sneak up into the top four. So we actually played well enough throughout the year um, that if we could replicate it in the finals, mm. well, our mm. game was in good shape. But ultimately, we just didn't perform when we needed to in in the big games. And that is disappointing. You know, we're 12 months into the program. Um, We're a lot further ahead, certainly in our belief and our understanding of the systems in those 12 months. And Blake Braley's, the Toby Rudolph's, Ronaldo's, um, Nico to an extent. Uh, They're, you know, all these young guys, Teague Wilton, that are in there. They're just coming into the best parts of their Mm. career. Mm. So hopefully, um, you know, off that disappointment, we can learn from it. It's, it's on again in, in a month. So we are certainly further along in the understanding of our systems and our belief in each other and our understanding of each other. It's time to go to work again soon.
0: And you spoke about the unknown. So obviously a lot of the boys at the club, obviously I was, I was there with you. A lot of us were coached under Flannow and, and then obviously Bomber Morris. But then Fitzy comes over. You said the unknown. You're not sure what to expect with his schedule. How has he changed now that obviously he had his systems in place for 12 months. Mate, he's finished second, which is outstanding. Has he... Try to reinvent the wheel or he's just tried to upgrade a bit what he's done?
1: What I would say is uh, when he did ke- come across, he started, you know, from day one precinct. it was like back to basics. Yep. It was basic drills, basic training, you know, step by step for his philosophy and, um, you know, the style he wanted us to play. And we, we took it in baby steps, literally from A to B to C all the way down, right? And then this year has been a little bit similar, but we've been able to progress it quicker because yep. we, we're fitting new guys in into a system there. A lot of the guys already know the system, so be able to streamline it. And and let's not forget when Fitzy came across, he's been at the one club in the NRL all his career. So he had had to build, you Mm. know, we're talking about us players building, you know, relationships with a couple of new guys. He had to build 30 new relationships. Mm. You know, I think the only people he'd had any, anything to do with over the years would be myself, Dale, possibly Cam, you know, in in origin camp. So he he had, he was starting, starting from scratch. So, you know, he's been great. He's, We've hit the ground running. Obviously, we're trying to improve on our systems and, you know, just get that a little bit better. We're about to jump into your preseason, and every, every team's going good this time of <laughs> yeah, year. So yeah. it, it is a good time of year, but you're fit, you're strong, you're healthy, you're training outside every day in the sun, like, It's the healthiest you are all year. Mm. No results at the end of the week. You do feel good, (laughs) but, yeah, it's good to have the footy around the corner.
3: Mm. Woodsy, uh, you'll have a busy schedule here at Triple M again in (laughs) in 2023. (laughs) But, um, mate, for the Dragons, and and we have a laugh at your expense, but it probably is the most famous of all rugby league jumpers, the big red V. And we probably thought there'd be a a little bit more effort or commitment in the off-season to uh, signing new
0: players, but it hasn't been like that. There's a lot of speculation with our club in the off season. Um, you know what's happening with the coach, what's happening with the players. You know we had Andrew McCulloch retire, so we had to uh, go out there and sign a hooker. You know we signed Zane Musgrove, another front rower. Um, but we've got a lot of good young kids coming through. And you know Wade, I just said before, like you've got the likes of your, your Teague Woodens, your, your Wellies, your Ronaldo Tano's. They're at the stage where their rugby league players, their first graders now. Where well, we we're going through that stage now where we got we got to blood them. We got to give them a couple years, but in saying that, the club's thrown a lot of trust and you know behind these young kids. That we've got players in key positions that they're happy with. Then they think that they can blood them around it because there's not so much of an onus on them. Whereas you know you got the likes of your Ben Hunt's and all that. So mm. and then Tyrell Sloan's, They've had a couple of years now. You know, so it, it's hard to to sign players at the moment with where we're at with the salary cap as well. We still haven't got to a, an actual mark of what we're getting. There's been a lot of numbers being thrown out there by the media outlets, but we haven't been set in concrete. So there's still players that. Some are at clubs that know that I won't be at the, at the club for this year. Yeah. So it's something we still got to work with. But we're really happy where we're at at the moment. Um, obviously, last year was a, a really disappointment. Um, we won 50% of games. Normally, they get you in the eight. But there was a couple of games that we just couldn't put away, and, and they really cost us in the back end. So, um, you know, like I said before, our, our coach come under the pump at the back end of the year. Um, we've got two new assistant coaches this year in, in Ryan Carr and Ben Wolfe. Um, they've done an extremely good job. Um, they brought different ideas. And, and the, like Wade, I said, we're in a really good spot because everyone's going well at the moment. We're all training in the sun. Mm. There's no wins or losses at the end of the week. Yeah. And, you know, you come in Monday w- without any head noise.
3: Yeah. You're getting like me, mate. You're getting old and no one else will have you.
0: So <laughs> You'll have me, won't you? I'll have you. We'll have you here, <laughs> come mate. Come on,
3: mate. You'll always be welcome here. Now, CBA negotiations continue. Now, uh, obviously, Wade, you are an RL PA board member, and these negotiations, Woodsy, are something you are passionate about. Let me ask you, Wado, when's the last time you sat down with Abdo? Where are we?
1: Uh, actually, we had a leaders in league conference that the RLPA put on um, over the weekend. So Andrew came down. He was he was scheduled to speak at it anyway, and it was you know it's unfortunate that we're in this bit of a dispute. You know, to his credit, he fronted up, and you know it was it was a good atmosphere. He had all the player leaders there. It was private, it was confidential. It was, all, it was all us players there being able to talk to him. He certainly knows where the players are at and how united and, and consistent and, and connected they are. The p- most pressing issue is to get get some stuff down for the for the women, especially mm. around their financial model and their contracting models, just so uh, they can get out there. The clubs can sign some players, and the girls can start um, working out. You know where they're going to be next yeah, year. Because, but the thing as
0: well that a lot of people don't understand, so they've got a competition called the Harvey Norman competition at the moment. And most of the girls at the moment, they don't want to play it because they're not covered. So if they sign with an NRL club, which they can't at the moment because it's not up, the salary cap's not there yet, yeah. and they get injured playing this other game, they could miss the whole season and not get covered. Yeah, that's And that, that's what a lot of these people mm. aren't understanding. We're not going in there saying we want more money in the players' pockets. We're fighting for the ladies to to be looked after, you know, the, our injury hardship fund, which is ex-players that, you know, that get in, injured when they play, they've got to retire at a, at a young age, like blokes like Simon Dwyer that I've played with. Yeah. And that, we just want them to be covered. So a lot of these people are coming out and saying the players want more money. No, we, we're fighting for things outside of our hand, like not for for us to get money, for players to be looked after when we retire.
1: Mm, mm. Yeah, well, if it's about money, the deal would be done, buddy. Exactly. Yeah, so it would be done. Mm. So I think we have some audio from Gordy. We're going to listen into.
2: I get everything, yeah. and I probably agree with them in sentiment most of the time. But I just don't like the way it's played out in the media because yeah. it doesn't help anybody. Right. So if you're a local guy that's out. You know, and he's digging holes all day, and he goes and supports the Tigers, the Broncos, or whatever team, and he's got to pay his own medical fund. Mm-hmm. So for me, how far does it go back? Because I hurt my neck and I retired yeah. early. But when I went and had surgery, my disc, I actually first injured it when I was a kid. Mm. So do I go back to school, like when I was playing on the monkey bars or climbing a tree and falling out or falling off my bike, and rugby league saved me? So a game is not that savage. you know. If you're a player and you want a job in our game, I think we are – very accommodating and we got a generous game of footy. So um, I just hope that it's played out behind closed doors because it doesn't help the NRL and it doesn't help the players because it just looks a little bit selfish where most people walk in the streets that keep Australia ticking don't get the same benefits. Yeah, Wade, just before I go back to you,
3: I'd like to point out that he said workers have their own medical fund. Well, if you get hurt at work, mate, there's work workers' compensation, work cover. So... He's completely wrong there. <laughs> yeah. Let's just clear that. What, what did you want to say Well, about?
1: no, listen to the comments. I think they're fair. I think they're fair. But all I would say in response to that is it was kept behind closed doors for so long. Like, we started this conversation back at the end of the season last year. The fact was players wanted to take action a lot sooner than they have because…
0: Don't want to be in the situation we're
1: in now. They wanted to come off the bench and do some actions to show that they were connected and to show that it really meant something to all the players. But in fact, the RPA actually had to pull the reins, say, no, no, well, we're going to get in behind closed doors and try and progress this, progress this. The fact that it didn't progress and the NRL took time over proposals and re-proposals and then re-positioning things, the players had just got to the point where they'd had enough and the RPA really couldn't hold hold them back anymore. They wanted to be involved. And then, you know, 70-odd guys that sit in the delegates and um, the PAG, sorry, guys and girls, started coming up with some ideas about you know, really pushing the envelope to show that this we need this sorted out ASAP, and mm. we need to start doing some stuff.
0: Mm. We basically just wanted to say we're fair income about yeah. it because times in the past we haven't been united. Some blokes have gone to meetings, some haven't. We all are on the same page for once, and and it just shows you how powerful the playing group can be. Yeah, and we need to do it because we're we're not just fighting for ourselves; we're fighting for other yeah. players, we're fighting for the women, we're fighting for past players. So, as a group, I think it's outstanding to see everyone show the unity that we have. Absolutely. What? How close are we though? Wait I'll start with you
3: to to untangling it to untangling all this and getting to a solution
1: it's a good question it's it's, it's hard to tell unfortunately I don't think we're really that close at all so it's got to the point where like we, we might have to prioritize a few things that we can actually get across the line especially the, the women have to be sorted out ASap right yeah. because they need a, at least a financial model so they know what the you know what it looks like and the clubs need to have some scope to go out and contract the women because if there's no Cba at the moment, we're protected by our playing contracts, the males. who are already contracted. We're already contracted, so that contracts give us certain protections. But like Woodsy said before, they can't go out and sign a contract until these things are resolved. So maybe… Mm.
0: Mm. They're not even covered for pregnancy, are they?
1: Well, again, that's another issue, you know, coming up with a policy and then, you know, whatever the policy is that, you know, they come up with, not being able to change it mid-CBA. It, yeah. Like, the girls need to be yeah. involved if they were mm. to change it. Mm. And we're not saying we have all the answers, but if there is to be a change it's going to affect you know, a lady's employment, well, they need to be brought in and had the discussion. Oh, mate, so, 100%. You know, I'd love to sit down with Gordy and have a beer and take him for a step-by-step mm. and I think he'd be changing his tune. Yeah. That's where we're at. Mm. If, if we could have done another path, we would have.
3: Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a little break here on Footy Talk and come back and talk NRL All-Stars. <laughs> All right, fellas, on a lighter note, All Stars uh, takes place in Rotorua this weekend. You and I, uh, Wado, will join up in the commentary team with uh, Big Dell. Boys- you used still get a word in. I was just yeah. about to say, nah, it, might,
1: mate, be a, it nah, might be a quiet cool nah. <laughs> night
3: for me. I, I just did a I'll car trip with him to Trangy and when I say he talked and talked and talked, <laughs> he did not shut up. So you couldn't get a word in? I would be happy not to get a word in. I just want some silence, you know. <laughs> This is a, a for a bloke like me who is passionate about his rugby league team. I, I find these games, I love them, All-Stars, Charity Shield. I, I get them. They're all good until someone gets hurt because at the end of the day, as important as they are,
0: they're just glorified trials. Yeah, exactly. It- Hurt or suspended. Yes. Yes. But you don't want to lose these players because they're obviously picking the best of the best in these games. Wado's played them before. Players go out, they get pumped up all week, all the media work they do, you know, being in their culture, you know, the Maoris and the Indigenous All-Stars, and they go out there and just play like an origin and just throw their bodies around. And yeah. I know as, as a teammate, like when I used to watch Wado, like, mate, I hope he plays good, but then I hope he gets through injury-free and, and not suspended. Mm. So mm. Um, it's a great spectacle to watch, but... As a teammate, because I'm not part of it, I want to just see my boys get through injury-free. Yeah. And that's the last oh. thing I said to Big Zay Musgrove. I said, mate, go out there and if you see a ball on the ground, just be careful diving on it because I don't want you to come <laughs> back injured, big
1: fella.
3: I'll,
1: I'll have to call you out on one thing there. Okay. The All-Stars game is more than a glorified trial. All right. Well, then, then if it is, yeah. then
3: is – could we not say the same about the Charity Shield?
1: The Charity Shield is between two clubs, clubs rich in his, we history. We want the silverware, so, brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this is well. – um, you know, the All-Stars is an opportunity for not just the players to represent their culture, but the Indigenous communities from both countries, you know, having a week that's theirs, having a week that they can be proud of. The amount of um, work that both teams do in the community throughout the week is massive. The All-Stars is much more than a glorified child. It's a it's a game that everyone loves to play in. Unfortunately, we, we've seen some withdrawals this year for numerous reasons. Obviously, the the schedule...
0: Very high the, the on the World back Cup. of
1: on the back of a World mm, Cup year that was mm. in, in Europe is challenging. So we've seen a number of players have these different challenges, but it's going to be a great week. Like it's the first opportunity um, that the Indigenous boys get to go over and experience the Māori culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know how proud and rich they are in their history. They're they're probably a bit further along in you know the country really getting behind it and, and celebrating, you know, the First Nations people. So, you know, those boys will be flying over Probably today they would land. they will have a welcome, a traditional welcome. They'll get straight into learning about um, the opposition's culture, and then they'll be out in the community with, with, so, you know, so, with kids from both sides. So
0: with the indigenous boys, they'll go over there and do all the Maori stuff.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: See, that's 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 what a lot of people don't understand. So it's,
1: so it's pretty much an exchanging culture. So when that's um, awesome. You know, when we hosted uh, the Maori boys over here, we'll show you a little bit of our culture, yep. and then they would exchange a bit of their culture, and the whole week is about learning and embracing it and celebrating it, and Honestly the work that goes into the community like it's a busy week oh, it's, it's, huge, it's a busy yeah. it's a busy week but you just enjoy it don't you 100% like yeah. no questions asked you get out there you can be proud uh, and like I said you get to celebrate your culture with your family and, and the young kids and yeah it's this is a, it's a brilliant game it's and, just hmm. there's challenges this year around a certain, like a number of things mainly but, the the rugby league world
0: cup and back to your point in the that you say some people sort of like, yeah, it's a trial, mate. I watched a clip on James Fisher Harris last night. He was talking about the passion and you know how proud he is to wear it, mate. There was tears in his eyes. Yeah. So mm. Just to see, you know, the Indigenous give up a game at home to take it over to Rotorua. It's it's just it's so good for rugby league.
3: Okay, I'm not suggesting that it isn't. I'm not being disrespectful, but let's say, God forbid, uh, Fisher Harris does a knee and doesn't play till round eighteen.
0: I I mean that's where. But we've got to stop being selfish. We're trying to grow the game. He's showing you. He's he's playing for. Hang his on, family. who's
3: being selfish? If he's getting paid six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, he's getting paid six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to play for Penrith, so, not so, for a game so, in. So Rotorua. When we say what
0: well, we don't want Lechel to play for New South Wales mid year. I don't think. I, I think. So
3: you're changing your tune here. No, I'm not mate. changing my tune at all. I would rather have Latrell playing for South than playing for the New South Wales. Yep. Okay. I mean, I've gone down a rabbit hole here, but
1: <laughs> my my point this is, is why we're going to be the number one shield. Yes. Team. yes.
0: My, point no is, old bars. my point is. My point is. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's because it's, it's at the start of the year, there's no there's no reward at the end of the game, whereas New South mm. Wales, Queensland, they they get the shield. Yeah. You mm. get the honour of mm. being the best state. That's right. Yeah, I, I understand, think, but
1: yeah. It's always, mate, The risk every time you go out on the field, right? Well, And, and some of these and players… Clubs, and clubs do miti- try and mitigate the risk. We've seen players themselves. Josh Anakar, perfect example. Solomona. Solomona. They understand off the back of the mm. World Cup, they're just not Undone. quite where they need to be. You can't eliminate all risk unless you just don't play at all.
0: Absolutely. So, and I also reckon it's good exposure. There's some guys from reserve grade and Queensland Cup that haven't played first grade that are going to get the opportunity to show what they can do. You know, 90% of it, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And we talk
3: about players getting injured on the field. Perhaps Wado they could injure themselves off the field, like at 3:45 uh, Sunday morning in a Canberra nightclub, where these two palookas, Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell, were having were hearing a muck around fight that turned serious, or a muck around fight that didn't turn serious. But uh, I mean, either way, I think blokes are gonna, you know, you're gonna have disagreements. Next minute, you kiss and make up, don't you?
0: Mate, I've been on the beers with. With, with Wado, with, 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 you know, the Cronulla boys, the Tigers boys, Bulldogs while I was there for 12 minutes. And, you know, <laughs> obviously we always muck around, we wrestle. It, it's just part of us. And, like, I've seen some statements being in the media from people that were bystanders. And they would just say it was a good old-fashioned wrestle between the boys. Obviously the police officers come in. Um, I might give the one of the police officers, I think he's one of the Melbourne Storm ex-star wrestle coaches because he got Latrell Mitchell in a chicken when yeah, he couldn't yeah. move. Mm. Not
1: many people mm. can do that.
0: Exactly, mate. He's one of the strongest blokes I've ever had to tackle. So him up. he got him pretty good. But look, honestly, we've seen – how many times have we seen it, Wado, on the beers? It's just it probably wasn't in the controlled environment, well, which hurts him. Yeah, it's,
1: it's in the public domain and, unfortunately, the police, you know, got involved and, obviously, it's kicked off a little bit from mm. there. But I don't, I don't Police to, just
3: uh, doing their job. Yeah, they're doing yeah, their no, job. No, yeah.
0: They just told him to go yeah. home. But I just don't want to see him suspended for this week because this is one of the games that –
1: well, I don't think they're it. I think they're on the plane. Oh, beautiful. They, so they should they be, yeah. Day, yeah. There'll be some sort of integrity.
0: Slap you know. on the wrist and pull your heads in. Right. Yeah. Now, boys. I'll
3: tell you what,
1: it's a heavyweight wrestle. I don't know. Who, who would win that? Mate, Jackie, both, mate Jackie, he's strong, strong, isn't he? we've seen Jackie, yeah, Jackie yeah, riding yeah. at his best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the trail. Like, yeah. the troll's obviously the oh, trail. But Jackie, Jackie's an in, like, inside chance. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mate, uh, he's pound for pound, I'm telling you. He's the hardest bloke's ever tackled me.
3: Do you know, I give Canberra a red-hot crack this year, boys. You know, if they can – shoot out of the blocks faster, be more consistent through the middle of the year and not sort of chasing their own tail in the finals. I think anything is possible there. Now, boys, before we go, our producer, Charlie White, has asked me to just give you a little bit of critique on air. Oh, yep. So we could on the podcast so we could bring our listeners into what because we we're the team. Yep. We're the team. We're the dream team. Uh, and he's just said for you, if you could just wear something a little less revealing next I mean, last week. I <laughs> asked on the way in here, Tyler
0: <laughs> goes, mate, you're looking good, you're looking fit, so just yeah. wear it. I don't get many of those wraps.
3: You you are, he is looking good. <laughs> we found out late last year that he's he is absolutely addicted to cocoa pops. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who haven't heard the story, we went to a $95 buffet breakfast. We all had the omelets <laughs> and the ham and the bloody little sausages. And he had three
1: bowls. You should,
0: seen the, you should have seen the look on Maroon's face when I come back with this tiny bowl of Cocoa Pops. Tiny bowl? He could have had a bath <laughs> in it. It's like a serving bowl.
3: So
1: he hasn't changed his breakfast and his wallet since primary school. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he has got the, the,
3: the Velcro, Velcro wallet. Velcro, yes. But uh, so that's all, mate. If you could wear something a little Sorry, bit less mate. revealing, you always sound prepared. You know I told you in the old days, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You've never told me that. Mate. Wait, well, you're telling me now. <laughs> Wait, are uh, you a brilliant as usual, mate? That's Th- why he's one of our in RPA board members. Yeah, mate. absolutely. He's on
1: fire. Mm. Well, I'm looking forward to spending a lot more quality time with you two boys, and I'm I'm really confident in us as a team. We might have to do some work just to make sure. You know, you said preparation is key. We just get on the front foot yep. and we start mm. fast. Exactly, Starting yeah. fast is you know Off the always. Back
0: a bonus. And mm. Maroon might have to get to his back pocket and shout coffees once. No, there's That won't be a problem
3: once. <laughs> once. Won't be a problem once. <laughs> let's just once again, before we go, let's just, I think we've got all these blokes covered on the other daily podcasts. James Graham, who's he? champion. he's the second best Graham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Connor Watson, <laughs> man, chook, you know. Chook.
1: He might get the sympathy vote uh, for his knee at the minute.
3: But these three I love, Emma Lawrence, Michael Shamus, Danny Weidler. Gordy Tallis, well, we're just going to have to teach him about how pe- workers are insured at work and everything else. It's will... called work cover Big Gordy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we will be back to do this all again next week. Uh, Wado and I will back up on Saturday and do the All-Stars game with... Uh, good luck with that, boys. Yeah, and, uh, mate, good luck with the Dragons this year.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Mm.